Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 15th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Uh, I guess I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm stressed out, you know, this week uh, as keen listeners who heard the dog bark in that early morning. We have, uh, we're, we're testing out. We, we're, we might adopt this dog. And uh, now we're do, two dog household. It's a big ass dog. It's a huge dog. Um, we're it's contemplating. A husky boy. It's a husky. Literally, but the thing husky. that we, I mean, we were uh, we were told that there was like no prey drive for this husky, and and we got a little dog, and that's that's kind of the the big worry. So, but anyways, it's just been a stressful couple of days. I've been, you know, you don't know how you have it until an eighty pound furry friend just comes rumbling through your house. You know, and it's a lovely dog. I love the dog. I uh, yeah. I hope we just, can make it work. It's a lot. Yeah, you give it a test drive. All right, good. We're seeing yes, the prey drive thing is the big thing. Is like yeah, I don't just, even know what does that mean. It might prey on little dogs. What yeah, is prey like drive? They're, they're 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 dogs that have like had a purpose in life. Sure, you know? and yeah, and they they would catch yeah. like rabbits and shit, and so little yeah. dogs like uh, they sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes are the victim of of uh, of the yeah. of these dogs' natural instincts, so we're a little okay. bit worried about that. Um, All right, but this is a lovely right. it's a lovely dog. We're good. So we're just good. trying to make it work, but you know, stressful times at our house. Good. Well, yeah, that's always I, I can say, imagine though, adjusting it to that is significant. I will say that uh, we're in a lovely time of year for sports fans. Awesome time. We got everything's going is on. It? Yeah, I don't know about you got that. football. Football's full steam ahead. Football's just mid-season for hoops fans. You got hoops and blues that come yeah, in. College, sure. college basketball's hitting the fan hard. I got my line eye on tonight. We're gonna see what kind of what kind of team they are. Um, but then you got you got Wemby versus Chet and Poku. You're just tonight. all over the place. Husky and, uh, boy, you're talking about all then, the sports. What are you talking? And then about? you got the Netflix Cup. You got the Netflix Cup on as well. And how could any sports fan miss this event? Uh, I We have it on. I can't say I've consumed a lot of it. I, I had it on while I was walking around the track at my son's soccer practice, just kind of burning time. Um, who's who's the woman announcer? It sounded like Sue Ann from the Live, Bro- Live Broadcast. I was like, is that Sue Ann? Did she step up to Netflix Cup duty? I guess I'm just... I don't want to rip it. I actually don't. The most amusing part of it is the sphere, the big old sphere peering over all the holes at the wind or the strip. And I, I assume my kids would be into that. So I brought my kids in. And then you got like Burt Kreischer is talking about popping Xanax. Yes. And, you know, Marshawn Lynch. And like, I love, I'm not, my kids, I don't clutch my pearls. My kids That's can what like Xanax hear. That's what Xanax is for. It's yeah. Insane. I was like. 
Well, so I guess it's not for my kids, but it's goofy, like the slime cup. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. I kind of, I, I guess it's for somebody out there. I don't, I'm not going to like hate on it, quite honestly. It feels like kind of a grift, if I got to be honest with you. It feels like some guys trying to line their own pockets, make something happen. feels like there's too much content in the world. I wonder, we're going to get the Frank Nobles quotes here in a minute about how there's just like, these guys are getting paid way too much money relative to their value, relative to the ratings. I would love to know the ratings for this. The F1 tickets aren't sold out. I don't know if you saw the big AP story. They totally overshot themselves on that one with the Vegas event. They can't give away the, well, I'm sure they could give away the tickets. They can't sell them. So it's kind of like everybody's just trying to drop in with some ham-fisted sort of event creation, activation, and line their own pockets quickly. Maybe there was demand for this. Maybe there wasn't. I, if it if it's floats somebody boat, I don't I don't begrudge them that. That's great. It's just not really doing it for me. The broadcast seemed bad. The mics kept chopping up, and uh, you know it just felt a little choppy. But due to technical issues, no no one in particular. I, I just don't know who it, who, who who this is scratching where it itches. I'll tell you, the star of the show was the sphere. Right. So right. The only thing that I found interesting in this event, and I guess if like I don't know, I don't know. This is people are going to tell me this isn't for me, and that's fine. I would like to say that people judging what's for me and what's not for me probably they're probably you know that they're overstepping their bounds. I'm into you know all kinds of things that yeah you know people yeah. don't even know. Yeah. But I I would generally say, generally speaking. If somebody's hitting a golf shot, it's probably something that I'm going to be genuinely, you know, generally interested and curious in. And this thing, I turned it on and with it, and I went into it with pretty, you know, minimal, minimal, um, hope, little expectation. Sure. Sure. And within like five minutes, I was just like, what am I doing? Why, why am I doing this? I got better things to do. I got this dog that I got to make sure doesn't (laughs) kill my other dog. Time is precious for people. And uh, I don't know. We're now an hour and 20 minutes into it. Or no, an hour 40 minutes into it as we record this. It's a long time. Like, I get it being goofy for a little bit. It seemed like the players didn't really know the format or what's going on. I thought... It was funny. JT teams seemed pretty self-deprecating. He joked about how he fluffs his lie in all the bunkers on tour when you guys aren't looking. Seemed good. Like that commentary, I appreciated. I liked that. Um, the rest of it just felt a little choppy. Jolie D seemed not bad on the mic, but then they go and do this interview with the uh, Zach Brown boy, not the musician, and uh, Mark Wahlberg, a municipal activation. And I'm like, why is this? Like, my kids were into the sphere and watching this, and now we're going to this this interview on a set with these two people that stops the golf. Let me go back to it, it was just I was trying to thread the needle of who it was for. But like I said, this goes back to last week. There's innovation for a lot of different reasons. This feels like it was innovation purely for uh, making profit for trying to make some profit for a few individuals. I don't know that this is growing the game in any significant way. But uh, if it gives these golfers a larger platform with an F1 audience, all the more power to them. So I I um, got some I got some um, I did some, you know, industry research, some, you know, analytics reporting. You know, I might I might um, we might be starting up, you know, a a side business that we provide this type of in-depth 
analysis for golf ventures, you know, people that want to show golf on TV. I did some reporting, got some insights from an F1 fan, an F1 fan. Yeah. Who tuned in. Loves Carlos Sainz. Loves Carlos Sainz. Yeah. I hate it. Turn it off. It's three of my favorite people coming together to play a sport we love. Turn it off. It's offensive. JT and Ricky Fowler are the other two. Just anecdotal feedback. I, you know, I applaud the effort. You got to take some swings. I guess I just, I don't need to be a credulous sort of water carrier for it, which I feel like the press coming out of this is going to be positive. Oh, Netflix makes its first foray into live sports. And like, just, you don't have to be a credulous water carrier. You just don't have to gobble everything up. But I applaud the effort. I applaud them taking a shot. I can already see it. Netflix grows the game. This year, golf, the X amount of people teed up played golf for the first time netflix is the reason for it <laughs> um uh, two bill two million new new golfers enter the world and 1.5 of them netflix said they cut. watched netflix in the last two years netflix I, I, grows the game of golf i don't i i gotta think not a lot of people are watching this but i could be wrong i think we sort of overestimate um I don't know. Maybe how much F1 is where that is now. Maybe how much people really want golf every day of the week. Uh, it's a weird time. I get it. Daylight is short. So you got to start at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's kind of weird on a Tuesday, but that's the only time they could do it in Vegas, I guess. So the whole thing's just just like these sort of different celebrities. We'll see. See how it does. Morikawa um, WD's morning. The biggest... On the doorstep of competition, WD, since DJ fell down the steps at the Masters, they get this crushing blow that Colin was out of the Netflix cup because he worked, he injured himself working out this morning. But Tony Finau there to fill in on a dime. But I enjoy Marshawn Lynch. I just don't know that this was a setup for him to succeed in. You know, he can sort of freelance in every setting, but um, he really had to like, I don't know, just let it go for long, long stretches of time when I was watching. That's your Netflix Cup review. Uh, Was anybody sure set up for success in this thing? That's right. my question. Right. Right. I mean, you got home at JT straight off of Sun City. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Death. You have Tony Fino <laughs> flying in the morning of. Right. Right. The whole thing's a little. I think I Ricky's, the, Ricky's the only one that was set up for success. Just well, the, Ricky's, the, yeah, yeah. Did this thing need to exist? I guess is my big question. But Netflix got it. That's what I got to too. And like, I feel like I I get get to like I can find a silver lining in almost everything, every event. This one, this one, I really didn't. I don't think there was anybody that was captivated by this. I don't think any any F one fan was into it. I don't think any golf fan was really into it. And if I'm wrong, tell me, please. Somebody, somebody, tell me that I'm wrong and that you were enthralled by this. Um, other than like somebody that's just trying to, you know, gain social so media just, followers and yeah. screenshotting, tweeting it's just, stuff. It's for influencers. Like it's for <laughs> Netflix executives. It's for producers. It's for that's who's getting. So this is what this is for. <laughs> you won't believe this this show we put on. So I don't know. Maybe it works. Well, I, I applaud the effort in that in that regard. Uh, I do know 
who uh, Blocky was out there for. He was out there for the kids out at Pebble Beach yesterday. And Blocky right. is inevitable movement, continues the pace. The guy, Whip whether you want Wednesday. him, Are he's just coming. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is going to be Whip Around Wednesday, schedule for the week at the end. That's where we're going. Blocky, another ace. I applaud the block, man. I noticed, I guess this is the 100 hole hike, which. You know, awesome, awesome benefit, awesome um, yes. charity. You and, know, you know, like youth cool. on course. Yep. Youth on course. Good charity. And, you know, I love charity. I yell, I love the youths, the kids. I've got four You've kids. Got four? Yeah, I love some love of charity. them might be getting into golf too. Lo- love kids. But I got to say, is it a hundred hole hike if it's on a par three course? I don't mean to push back against a charitable endeavor. I this love charity. Like, this is like, does do hole ones count on a par three course? Do hundred I, hole hikes count on par I mean, three courses? It's more like hike seems aggressive. It's like more like a hundred hole stroll. If you're just doing par threes, you know, bouncing around. That's like half the holes. But needless to say, Blocky drills an ace there on the hay. It just it continues to just jam into our lives, whether you want it or not. Again, I reiterate. He went and earned his 15 minutes of fame. He's not famous for being famous. He went and played his ass off at Oak Hill. He's reaping the rewards. As an astute listener and blocky defender pointed out to us, he did hit off the uh, the turf mats there. While other, according to this, this uh, informant, other influencers were just chopping away at this 100-hole hike, coming around just taking big cuts of the earth, chopping out. Uh, divots. Well, that's because well, he's a professional. He's a pro's pro. He <laughs> he respects superintendents. You know, he respects <laughs> his peers in the golf industry. He's a classy guy. He's you know, yep. This is a guy that could be the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a good option at this point. I w- I'd be open to listen to Blocky, president of the United States. I don't want him to get milkshake ducked, but I yeah, I'd be open to listening to something like that. Uh, whip around Wednesday. Let's go to uh, another endeavor to grow the game, like youth on course, and that's USGA. USGA membership. Our friends. You go to usga.com or usga.org. They're an org. They're more than just a com. They're an org. usga.org slash SGS, and you can look about the, look at the benefits there of joining as a member. And that membership, what that money goes to, is uh, securing the future of the game, a strong future of the game. I don't know. Maybe you think the strong future of the game is bundled up in the Netflix cup and endeavors like that. But I'll tell you what they're doing at the USGA. They're studying agronomy. They're studying equipment. They're putting a bunch of money into junior golf, amateur golf, national teams, grassroots endeavors, money that is going to grassroots endeavors and not just the next $25 million per set. Some uh, PGA tour event that's going to get a 0.2 rating. But usj.org slash SGS, you'll get a members-only hat. You get a bag, bag tag. tag. You, know, you rep that got, tag on your back. I have my bag tag. It's on my backpack. It's on my backpack I travel around with. I rep the tag. One you of our do, friends One of our tag. friends in the industry yeah. was giving me shit, saying, hey, I don't believe that you rep the tag. And I said, well, well. <laughs> Let me show you my backpack. <laughs> Here's the tag. I rep the tag. Looped through there. Yep. Dude. No lie. Andy's got his tag repped. 
through there and not just on his golf bag it is on his backpack which traverses all corners it goes of way it. more places yeah, yeah. than the golf yeah. bag goes yep you go all right i just got i just got you want to talk about some on the fly reporting oh Anecdotal. let's finish this ad read yeah let's, let's finish, finish that read. but yeah you get golf journal members only hat the bag tag subscription to golf journal uh and yeah your your money that's not a big amount of money you're not donating a thousand dollars or whatever it's it's a small membership fee and it goes to securing a stronger future for the game usga.org slash sgs to learn about that all right what's your on the fly reporting is this netflix cup what is this all right what do you got for me I'm going to say, I'm going to say this is, uh, I guess this is off the record. I'm not going to use any names. Oh my God. All right. Well, I was going to say this, the show is recording, literally recording at the moment. So on the record. I just got a second text. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. All right. So I'm, I'm texting with somebody that was very, very involved with the start of the hundred hole hike. I just okay. sent a text. Does it count if you does the hundred hole hike count if you do it at a par three course? And the response was no, not at all. <laughs> hundred hole stroll. It's not really the spirit of what they what was started. Right. That's not very. But they're raising they're raising money for good causes, so that's the <laughs> that's the good thing. But it's not the spirit. Of the hundred hole hike, par three courses are not the spirit. I saw a couple of years ago. I know, like Roger Steele was a part of it. They did Sweetens Cove, which would be a great place for a hundred hole hike because it's like flat, right? Right. You know, um, you don't want you gotta find the right place. But a par three course, it that takes up. You're talking about like, I mean, it takes up what probably thirty acres in a regular golf course is one hundred and sixty. So you're just frankly like traverse. It's like you're walking 27 holes. Again, we love charity, love the kids, applaud the effort, but just think the word hike is not appropriate here. I think you're right. I, this is, this is, I appreciate this. Someone uh, backing this up. Someone actually involved uh, in the uh, origins of this great charitable endeavor. All right. I like that. I don't know what is going on right now. The Squid Game people are out in the middle of the course. The outfits with Burt Kreischer. I don't understand. This seems just a just an assault on your senses from every which way, with no real common thread other than I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It, just, honestly, the Squid Game people are just standing in the middle of the course. What are we doing? I think this this golf telecast would be like if you just threw everything, every idea in a yeah. meeting and said, "Let's do it." They just said yes to everything. <coughs> F1. F1's hot. Golf's got a show. Let's do it. Then just ram every other show and then we get the sphere. Everybody loves the sphere. That's also all it should have been. I would watch I would watch a, a, a video stream of just the sphere. <laughs> It's honestly the best part. I'm mesmerized by the sphere, which is also apparently like the F1 race, like potentially PGA Tour, you know, making itself broke by trying to keep up with the Saudis. The sphere is apparently like bleeding hundreds of millions of dollars and the COO quit like in the day. James Dolan running the sphere. God, this is creepy. What is going on? All right. Let's c- continue on. With I have to around. say, I've gotten what? so many texts about this, uh, this hundred hole hike thing now. 
I think I opened up a sore spot, you know. But the par three course doesn't count. That's what no. should be important. No, no. Of course, uh, event of the week. No. <laughs> Blocky, such a showman. That ace went in, he threw his club up in the air, just did the like the shoulder shrug. Like he's MJ, like going back down the sideline. I'm hot. I can't help it. I'm shaking his head. Unbelievable. Blocky, just a showman. Uh, speaking of showman, the Toasty Boy. Toasty is at the Dunlop Phoenix, which I'm just fascinated. That's my personal event of the week. Uh, I, he got an organizer's sponsor's invite. So Alejandro Toasty there with Sahit the Gala, Brooks Kepka, other current legends of the game. Uh, I can't wait to see what comes out of the Toasty Boy playing in a foreign land. Uh, I guess he's always, you know, the U.S. is a foreign land for it. But, you know, overseas at the uh, Dunlop Phoenix. A great event, historic event over in Japan. Uh, continuing on with Whip Round Wednesday, uh, the PGA Tour issued a memo yesterday to players after their PGA Tour policy board meeting. We got reports, eagle eye witnesses, uh Reporting that T.W., Tiger Woods, and Jimmy Dunn strolled across the drawbridge. I said, were there trumpeters, uh-huh. you know, blasting as they crossed through to the to the uh, meeting in the global home? I assume Rory phoned in from Dubai. That's all we got was T.W. and Jimmy Dunn were seen strolling across the drawbridge uh, at what the global home. What do you think home. Tiger was wearing? If you, you know, I assume you didn't see a picture. What, Athletic wear? Athleisure? Right? Any camo? You think any camo? No. Raiders Probably. are hot. Shorts. Yeah, maybe Raiders camo. It could be. Shorts with like extra pockets, too many pockets and zippers <laughs> in different places. And the inseam is like, you know, 12 inches. That's his thing. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Sports legend, worst dresser, Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods? Uh, I think it's Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's I think Tiger, terrible. Tiger can look normal. I mean, of course, he's got some greatest hits out there. But Jordan's like consistently, consistently, like he doesn't show up kind of looking okay ever. He's always out there uh, pushing the boundaries. He's pretty bad. I think it's MJ. Um, uh, all the money in the world. I love it, though. Fashion I kind of icon. embrace it. Fashion yeah. icon. I kind of embrace it. They both just don't care. So the memo comes out after this drawbridge uh, you know, the meeting on the other side of the drawbridge. According to various reports, the PGA Tour, this is an ESPN report, Tour planned to offer members an equity stake in the new for-profit entity being created. It says they're still exploring their options uh, from unsolicited, unsolicited outside investments. So the money's just coming. They didn't ask for it. They didn't go around shaking the pot, you know, asking for donations down Wall Street. Apparently, it's unsolicited. Um, the PIF seemed to be Sounds quite like solicited. Sounds like unsubstantiated rumor. This is Unsol- uh, unsolicited this- offers, unsubstantiated <laughs> rumors. Uh, so, yeah, th- they told members they're they're going to offer them an equity stake in the new for-profit entity. Phil tweeting back, what an amazing change of philosophy. I think this is at nuclear golf. Phil, everybody's favorite <laughs> ag- aggregation count, nuclear golf. Phil Nicholson tweeting at them, what an amazing change of philosophy in two years. If it's not 100% owned, quote, and controlled by the PGA Tour, it will be viewed as hostile. Ed Hurley and Jay Monahan wrote October 30th of 2021. Thank you, Liv, Piff, His Excellency, and all the players 
willing to stand up to Jay's threats and disparagement to force positive change. So Phil, uh, I don't know, taking credit in a way or, or calling him out as a reversal of policy, which, you know, Phil tweets a lot of things, but I think he might have a little bit of merit there. But also in the meeting or this memo, there's a new gas man on the PGA <coughs> Tour. Uh the Valero, Texas chairman, Jay something. I think his name's Jay. Uh, Maybe another Jay. Taking over for Randy Stevenson. So there's a big gas man coming into town, taking a board seat. So that's all we got going on at Randy's busy with the acorns. The winter's coming. He's collecting acorns. So that's what that's what Randall Stevenson's doing. So we'll see what comes of that memo. I or that not the memo, but those meetings. It seems like they want to make a decision here. Rory speaking in Dubai, talking about the path is very clear forward. Um, how about Rory talking about how maybe some money should go other places too? That was interesting. I mean, it I was, think that was... It was wonderful. It was just a breath of fresh air to hear that there might be something USGA. other than professional golf that concerns someone in professional golf. It's just... That's a delightful thing to hear. That that there's one person in pro golf that at least Maybe. has a shred of knowledge that golf exists outside of professional golf. Well, maybe he should start repping the tag. He's talking about grassroots efforts, right? Grassroots effort. I know he had some hostile tweets during the 2016 Oakmont. He had some entertaining tweets that Rory did for his friends at the USGA, but maybe he should rep the tag. But yeah, I, 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 that I was worth show you. I want to show you the tag. I don't know. No if one can see, see the tag. Yeah. You can see what you could read that member since. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Do you see that? My, my internet's so fuzzy. That's <laughs> the video is so fuzzy. That's bummer. my internet's member, so bad. Member since 1999. Really? Yeah. You've Repping been paying the- dues. I don't believe that for a second. I honestly think my parents just pay them. <laughs> <laughs> I think they paid him when I was a kid. <laughs> My mom just never stopped paying him. <laughs> oh, it's golf. He must need this. He's, I love it. It's a good endeavor. Your mom knows what she's get, putting money into securing the future of the game. I love that. Rory, the refreshing comments, 99. <laughs> just, I, was, I can assure you. <laughs> yeah. I was not renewing You're my not membership on top of that. when I was, yeah. in, when I was no 18 years old. <laughs> That's great. 20, 22. Oh, that's good. But yeah, um, Rory said, you know, there, there needs to be grassroots. Whatever comes for this new code, money needs to go to places like the RNA, USGA, pump money into grassroots efforts. Uh, this comes on the heels well, of... Well, I think, I think the tour would punch back and say that's what the TPC network is. What does that mean? <laughs> the grass... <laughs> God. TPC Sawgrass. It's growing the game. Grassroots. That's what our partnership with Netflix is doing. It's growing the game. It was proven Look. that 80% of new golfers had watched Netflix in their life before. And that's why we partnered with Netflix. Look, if professional golf is strong and healthy and there's a lot of interest in it, it is personally beneficial to this podcast. Yes. I just don't think we all need to act like everything... The wheel's been reinvented every, or even try to reinvent the wheel every 10 minutes and, and just fawn over this. And it seems like more and more money is just being poured into fewer and fewer pockets, which seems like poor, like uh, for in the sake of innovation, quote unquote. And that just seems like uh, probably not hustling backwards for the overall health of the game. Um, 
That gets you us see to there's Frank. a pace of plate memo was sent out? No, we're on plate? Wednesday. What do you know. got? What's, are we speeding Adam up? Sh- Shot clock? Norm, well, Norm Gambuza? Let's, let's hit on, let me hit on this real quick. Shoe Pack's been just on a heater, you know, just pumping out stuff. Shoe Pack at GolfWeeks.com. Says yeah. reporter, report, and NBA Commissioner Adam Silver's not interested in running the PGA Tour Saudi Pips new commercial entity. What do you, how do you feel about that? Was that was he asked? Let's talk about unsolicited. What allegedly was asked? Okay, that's like asking Michael Block was is he interested in being president of the United States? What I don't understand. Okay, all right, feels like a demotion. CEO of Apple is not interested in going to reboot gateway computers. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. I just had to laugh when I saw that. All right, another shoe pack article. Just, yeah. All right, there's a new pace of play policy on tour. Okay. How are you reading this right now? Golf Week website is a disaster with the pop ups. <laughs> just like, I don't even understand how you can get to that on the fly. All right. We're so, on Wednesday. As a result, I, I, now don't hold me to this. I skimmed this, I might be wrong. The con- uh, the support of the concept of of the average stroke time infraction in place of the observation list is detailed below. Average stroke time infraction at the conclusion of a tournament, a player's average stroke t- time is compared against the field average. For a given tournament, if a player has an average stroke time of seven seconds or more above the field average, he has recorded an average stroke time infraction. AST infractions. That's what the acronym. Oh, AST. My, yeah, more acronyms. All right. There we go. Are accumulated during the season before monetary fines are applied. 20,000 when you reach your 10th. What? 20,000 when you reach your 10th infraction? And 5,000 for each additional? And 10,000 oh, uh, from 11 to 14, and 10,000 for each infraction, 15 and over. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's like a mosquito bite on an elephant's ass. Players accumulating less than 10 AST infractions, but have a ra- ratio of AST infractions uh, of uh, over tournaments played of 50% or above will be fined 2,000 per infraction at the end of the season. 2,000? Yeah, it's a bottle of wine for these guys <laughs> with a minimum of five tournaments played. AST infractions on the PGA Tour, Corn Ferry, and PGA Tour <coughs> champions will be counted together for the purposes of determining the cumulative amount of AST infractions during the season. Fines will be prorated based on the number number of occurrences on each respective. Like, let me just like lay this out. These guys play. 20 tournaments a year. Let's just yeah. say 20 uh, players that matter play 24 tournaments a year. Purses have gone up 150%. <laughs> so, so in like the last I, year I could be a slow ass player every single tournament. So at, at 10, I get popped 20. All right. Let's just say I'm playing 20 for the math. I, I'm not that great at math. So 11 through 14, 11, 12, 13, 14, that's another 20. So I get to 40. 
if I then slow from the next six tournaments to 20, that gets me to a total of a hundred grand in a year for playing slow as shit in every tournament. That's literally like two shots. Yeah. That could be one shot. It'd be like, I, I'm vindicated because I saved one shot by playing slow. Right. This, this is insanity. It needs to be strokes. Yeah. It's so the only way this will ever work is if you start hitting people, hitting players where they care the most about it, the scorecard. Seems like they've introduced all these new metrics and regulations and bloating even more of like sort of the red tape around it too. How many, we've got POPs, we've got AST. How many more acronyms do we need to just try and, you know, dance around the pace of play issue on the PGA Tour? That's good. Let me Love ask that. you a question. If you're one of the, like the five to top 20 player in the world you're making like five plus million dollars a year if you felt like playing slow saved you one shot per tournament yeah right would you right. be worried at all about a hundred grand yeah no no you make that like these guys are going to see new coaches to attempt to shave like point one shots off their round or off their scoring average and the, to do that they would pay a million dollars not to mention the money coming in right not just the money going out like they also can afford it in a lot more i mean what are they charging well, for half look an at inch the on NFL. their scorecard look, holder look at the you nfl know? they're trying to address the illegal hits these guys when they when they have like a hit above the head that's vicious they get like popped. I mean, like Christ. you see these guys that are making like 400 grand a year that yeah. like, it's like, Oh, yeah. like this guy got fined 50 grand. Yep. That, yep. that hurts. Some of these rookie deals, some of these rookies. Yeah. Yeah. Not making a lot or, or, or losing, you know, end up, they could like conceivably lose money playing in the NFL on these right. fines. So it's like, God, I just, I, I can't stand the ineptitude of the slow play bullshit. <laughs> the AST. I love another acronym. Speaking of the money flush, this is Frank Nobolo. Love this perspective. Probably a hard perspective as a, as a broadcaster on the rights to, uh, rights partner with the tour. But Nobolo is just like a great, cool-headed, uh, just kind of, I don't know, a, a real wiseman of the game. I think when it's on equipment, I don't think he gets worked up about negative. Do you, or what do you think he you know? thinks about the ATS or AST? I think he's probably confused. I think he probably thinks it's not really, it doesn't have a lot of teeth to it, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not as smart as him, but I wouldn't put words in his mouth. He goes to, speaking on the five clubs pod with Gary Williams. He said, I think there's a realization we don't rate. Golf does not rate high enough as much as it pains me to say. Golfers are overpaid compared to every other sport. No one wants to admit that. They don't want to say it. If Liv never came along, we're going to have so many, mil so many 20 million plus purses, and we don't have the ratings. Again, he works for one of these rights TV networks. Globally, I've used this a bunch of times, volleyball worldwide rates higher than golf. I don't see volleyball players racing around in private planes and all sorts of things. So we are in a really weird space. I think that's a pretty, 
mature, wise, not a breathless statement about the way things have gone over the last couple of years. The ratings, the demand, and quite honestly, you know, it might be convenient for the tour to say, well, live, live sucks because it's not on TV or those people hate those guys or people think it's sports washing. They have moral objections. People think, you know, it, it sucks because they don't have the right guys. You know what? Live might just suck because there's not enough demand for all this extra golf and all this goofy golf and all this different golf. And that's probably convenient for the tour to say, oh, it's because of sports washing or it's because of they're not, you know, CW. But like, and you know, live bots probably don't. Maybe it's because there's just not even demand for it. But what we have now are like, just the tour couldn't keep up. They need a partner now with the cash. And you've got Joe Schmoes. I mean, it's 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 a it's a pretty, I don't know, magnanimous, wise statement from Nablo. Speaking as someone who's there in the TV network, getting the ratings, seeing the ratings, having played on tour when players were probably underpaid um, and roughing it a little bit more than they should have relative to their world-class talent. I thought it was an interesting perspective as the race continues to just line everybody's pockets for maybe stuff that there's not even demand for, but guys just have ideas in their head. Uh, an interesting quote. Volleyball players. Well, you see them in private. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna defend golf. I'm gonna hashtag defend golf. That's what I do on this podcast. Golf. Me and Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. He's looking to defend golf. Well, I would say that where Frank is a little off base. I don't disagree at it's all. It's a weird space. It's a weird space. I agree with the overall sentiment, but the the volleyball comparison is completely disingenuous. <laughs> Because volleyball doesn't reach the demographic that golf reaches, and advertisers pay up for the demographic that golf reaches. Yes, and you know it's 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 wealthy individuals that can you know spend a lot of money playing golf. It's similar to skiing, right? Skiing has a very lucrative advertising audience. So I will say that there's probably you know, a little bit of a middle ground. I agree that there needs to be probably a little bit of a market correction, not for this podcast. People should be just showering (laughs) us with more and more money. There should be no, I mean, in a way we're at a, we're, we're operating under market value really, but you know, the, the general, like, um, I think hotness of golf is, it's a, it's a crazy, I think there's golf's in a weird space in every industry. It's in a weird space with like how many golf courses are getting built right now. It's crazy, you know, and it's in a weird space with like the golf resorts. Every big golf resort sold out for years. It's just this weird time in golf. And I think like five years from now, we're going to look back at this time. I don't know what which way it's going to go, but it's going to be like, holy shit. Do you remember when when they thought this? And, And I think the PGA Tour from the standpoint of like, one of the things that it has working in its favor is it's negotiating right now. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. you know, yeah. we thought we thought they hit like the the home run with the with when they negotiated the rights. They got out in front of the NFL and they, you know, got this massive rights deal. Remember, that was like kind of yeah. pre pre live, really. And oh, now nice. you're they're here again negotiating with, you know, all these different equity uh, private equity you know, potential partners at a time when golf's never been hotter. 
There's all these golf courses being built like anywhere you look across the golf landscape outside of Callaway's negative Q3 earnings or whatever it was, Q2 or Q3. I think their stock's down 49% this year, I thought I saw. Outside of that, everything comes up rosy golf. I, 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 I get that. I get that. It's just like, is golf like the 21st player in the FedEx Cup making like $16 million a year? Uh, that feels like just out of whack. And I think that's what Dabolo is getting at a little bit. Of course, there are stars. There's one main star that's made everybody wealthier, uh, including, you know, media too. Like there's media industry grew up around Tiger Woods for sure. But I thought that was interesting, kind of doubling back on what are all these products for? What are they trying to do? What are they trying to do for golf? And is it just a couple pro golfers? Um, continuing on, whip around Wednesday. Oh, let's do a, let's, speaking of golf and addressing your Ad own read. Oh. Addressing your own game and, you know, supporting this podcast. Our good friends at Club Champion are offering, I believe, their best offer ever. Now that with Black Friday, I'm told, my email inbox tells me Black Friday, holiday savings approach. Um, I'm being told that's that's upon us. Our good friends at Club Champion, as you prepare our for the off season, some best of our best friends. How many best friends is, is can you have? I think just one. Really? Yeah, one of our best friends. Okay, All I'm right. not ready to give best friend, uh, you know, thing. Yeah, this is a great of. offer. Great offer. Yeah. The code fried egg will stay the same, but it will let you. Get a very rich offer. What a one hundred dollar full bag fitting, or fifty dollars for any other fitting type with a club purchase. So get good. a club champion full bag fitting for a hundred dollars with an equipment purchase, or any other type of for fifty dollars. You know the great thing about this, you could get fit. You could buy one club, get the full bag fit. And then you could come back and, and bite it bite around the edges as you fill out your bag for the for the whole year if you want to do that. Or you could just get the full bag done. Um, I actually gotta get my video up. I gotta get my video up. Yeah, they gotta show you getting hey, your PXG. I don't want to offend anybody. This was a, this is a complete joke. This is a complete joke. I just want to put the disclaimer out there, but I was a little disappointed when I woke up on on Friday that nobody Wish me uh, happy Veterans Day for my services and the PXG troops. I don't want to, not offending anybody. People who did real time, thank real you, service. Thank you to everybody who actually did real service. I just had to get the joke off. You know, I almost suggested that in our social Slack. Should we talk about the people who've left PXG? There's many, of whom there are many, say the veterans. Veteran troops like, you know, Billy Boy no longer with BXG. All right. Listen, on, honestly, honestly, I say this. And I think a few people like a friend of mine probably could attest that I've played with over this year. I, I went back. I got I, I've been back to modern clubs. And I'm honestly like, I think I'm probably playing about as good a golf as I've ever played in my life. <coughs> Good. And I don't know if it's clubs, but I got a full bag fitting done, and like I, I really, I'm playing great golf. It's this partly a- swing. It could be, you know, I think it's swing. It's, 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 you know, the temperament that I've, a mental state that I've gotten with the game where I don't really care. But my clubs are very, very good, and I, I say this earnestly, that 
you know, they, they did a great job fitting me. Um, so anyways, promo code must be used time, uh, of the, the fitting. Um, there's a bunch of disclaimers on this too. Um, yeah. let me, let me hear exclusions apply. Oh, exclusions apply. All right. Ready for them? Yeah. Golf balls are not considered an equipment purchase. Waitlist appointments are not considered a booking and do not apply. So get in, get in there, get a, get on the on the sheet. The fitting must be booked and confirmed during the promotional period. Did we say so what period that fittings was? Fittings must be they must be booked between now and twelve four, so December fourth, and must be completed. The fitting must be completed by one thirty one twenty four. So you got two okay. months. Yep, two and a half months. It's a good time to go. Play it's some great, indoor golf. Indoor I think like swing. right now is a great yeah. time to go because everybody's still like swung. You know, yeah. I think it's a good yeah. time to go right now. Um, okay. Fitting must. Uh, let's see. Uh, the fitting must be booked, confirmed during the promotional period. Promotional fittings may, may be rescheduled <laughs> no more than one time. Fitting must be completed in one appointment. Not valid on prior fittings or purchases. Not valid in conjunction with any other fitting offer or discount. This one is the big one, so it shouldn't. You know, you shouldn't have any conflicts there. Not yep. valid in conjunction with the PAR program benefits. We need the micro machines sure guy par, to read this off. I'm not yeah. sure what the PAR program is. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not anything like the ATS or AST. Club <laughs> champion reserves the right to remove or modify this promotion uh, at any time, and uh, appointments are limited. Okay, so again. Okay. Promo hey. code is Friday. Book it between now and twelve four. Go to do the fitting by one thirty one, and it's a good, it's the best deal they've ever done. The good deal. And so, and I'm, they 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 let us know if we're doing any gift guides to you know, they got something for that. So a gift card offer. It got us an idea. You know, maybe we'll do shotgun start gift guide in the next weeks. We'll set up maybe a, we'll see. a depository well, for that. Well, we'd Repos- like is some submissions if we do that. So we're gonna we're gonna set something up. Don't submit anything now. We'll just get lost. Yeah, we'll find a, an email or something to send that to. We're gonna gift guide. We'll review the submissions. Club champion, a great gift, an earnest endorsement. With is an advertiser, paid advertiser. With the sh- but what we love about them is they're brand agnostic. They're not gonna tell you. So and so. Speaking of, you see the new TaylorMade driver that uh, Rory's playing with in yeah. Dubai? The QAnon. QAnon driver. <laughs> Q, letter Q. So hot right now. I mean, this is ridiculous. T- screw face. They're not doing calling it Q. QAnon, whatever. Something driver for next year. He's testing it out in Dubai where he's already won uh, ne- the race to Dubai. Uh, whip around Wednesday. Atlanta Drive. GC fills out the roster. Whew. We've got JT adding. The lovable Patrick Cantlay, the lovable Billy Horschel, and the lovable Lucas Glover. And they are the Atlanta Drive GC. Um, yeah, that's that. I don't know who asked for that either, but uh, they're the Atlanta Drive. They, they're they going to you know drum up that Boston Ball about, Frog rivalry between Patty Cantlay. That, that, uh, what do you think about that team? You got any analysis? No. I mean, they tweeted the roster out, the big reveal, and the replies, as you can imagine on Twitter, were pretty unkind. Between Cantlay, you know, Lucas Glover, Bill sweating, you know, jokes about that, Billy Boy. Um, I don't have a lot. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about that roster? You think that feels natural? Feels like Atlanta? I what? What about that 
screams to you. Arthur Blank. I know Billy Ho tweeted pictures with Arthur Blank. Emotional. Uh, what, what does that do for you, that roster, the Atlanta Drive? I felt like it should have been all Southeastern boys, you know? That would that would seem to make sense. Kevin Kisner. All I I was with a lifelong San Francisco uh, San Franciscan Central Californian today. We were talking about the San Francisco franchise. When do we get to find out who our team is? Well, who could be that? Who's uh, who's 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 in the league that's from Central California or even Northern California, Northwest, the Pacific Northwest. We'll have to go. Feels like maybe Max Homa. Do you think Max Homa's ah, bound for sure. LA or is he bound yeah. for, for, mm. you know, it could be, could be. I so hope that's your, I hope we get, is, wait, is Lucas Glover on Atlanta drive? Yes. That's yes. Glover, <laughs> that's, Horschel, that's Cantlay. I think I think he I think he made a mistake. He should have signed somewhere he doesn't have to worry about swamp ass like San Francisco. <laughs> uh whip around Wednesday. What else do we have here? Q school is starting. Shout out to our old friend Tane Lee. You know, at our member guest event, we were told Tane Lee at his recent club championship lost to a quote. This is verified information from his old Claremont go Claremont mud scripts. I'm wearing my stags golf hoodie uh, often these days with the chili one that Tane Lee, our old friend nearly won at Congaree lost to a 10 handicap by six shots at his club, just this game in shambles. And then he gets out of first stage at Q school. So that's your Tane Lee update lost to a 10 handicap by six shots. And then no. he gets out of first stage. Yes, this is verified. It was verified uh, testimony from his old teammate. There's like, oh, God, it's not looking good for our friend Tane. And then he gets out. So we got second stage starting on the 14th, starting uh, today. So that's going on. Um, John Peterson's getting reinstated as NAM. That's real whip around Wednesday stuff on that one. Uh, all right, let's do schedule for the week. And then we'll we'll be done. We'll be out of here uh, Wednesday. Whip Can I around. tell you who I hope the San Francisco team is? Who yeah. I hope my team is? <clears throat> yeah. All right, I got them all up here. I hope we, I hope we sign Minwoo Lee. Okay, forgot he was in it. I, I kind of did too. Um, <laughs> Tom Kim, Sagala. Okay, and uh, and maybe we'll just p- have Steph play in the four spot. Well, that's you know? yeah, that that's seems like I they're going to go for a catnip type <laughs> move like that. He's not busy. That's who I want. That's who, that's who I want. I just I just want guys that I just I just want guys that aren't assholes, you know? All they right. Seem like the most likable guys on the on the yes, list. You can root for those guys. Uh PGA Tour. This week we have the schedule for the week. The RSM Classic. Another why does this event exist? Event. Sea Island Your Golf favorite. Club, St. Simon. Look, I've heard it's why delightful. Is this, why is this an hour episode? I don't know. Talk about the, I don't know all sorts of di- RSM Classic, yes, the CME Group Tour Championship at Tiburon Golf Club, the race of the CME again without some big stars, but a big purse, two million dollars. The DP World Tour Championship at Jumeirah Golf Estates in Dubai. I believe that's the Earth Course at Jumeirah, as opposed to the Wind or Fire Course, the Earth Course uh, on the uh, on the uh, DP. And then we have the Southwest Airlines Showcase at Cedar Crest. That is for. Um, 
I believe historically black colleges and universities, a 54 hole event that is on golf channel. You can watch that on Wednesday afternoon. Um, that's your schedule for the week. RSM is, you know, one to four, 12 to three. I don't know. Some good players in it. Full 156 man field. Cause they got two courses. They so got Ludwig Harmon, uh, Cameron Young. You've got a Davis zone there. You've got Davis Ford, Davis Riley, Davis love. The third is playing. There's a big Davis zone. Every time we go down to the, the, uh, the aisles off the coast of Georgia, that's prominent down there. Do so, you think, do you think, uh, what do you think's more prominent Mayfield and, and Baker and, and Cleveland or Davis are, and Sea Island? There was a run of Bakers there in the last four or five years, I believe. So, it's uh, going to be Davis, Deshaun after, after the game this week. Uh, maybe shout out to my brother who had a, had a child today. Oh, look and at that. the only hint about the name, my brother, Matt, Katie, Porath, was that uh, they told people it was going to be a Browns quarterback is the name. Was, and I was like, that's a wide range. We've had 50 quarterbacks was in it, 20 was years. It Derek? They thought it would maybe be Deshaun, Deshaun Kaiser, Spurgeon Wynn. Ended up being uh, PJ. So shout out my new nephew, PJ. PJ Walker. I don't think he's named after PJ Walker, but shout out to uh, PJ uh, my new nephew, but yeah, your 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 quote, your your joke about Deshaun being canonized or or named all across Cleveland hey, triggered. Happy that. birthday, so, PJ! All right, everybody, enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back with you Friday. Probably talk a little bit more about the actual golf tournaments, RSM Classic, and other. Things. So you, let me ask you a question. Yeah. When you're born, it's your birthday. Oh God, where's this going? Why is why is it why is the next one your first birthday? It's an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting dilemma that I never understood once we had started having kids. You're technically... Your birthday is when you're born, and then you have your first birthday? That seems like it's your second birthday. But you're not two years old. You're 12 no, months. No, you could be one, one but it's your second birthday. I think I'm going to start correcting people now. I mean, my you, next birthday is my technically my 39th birthday. You know, you're so offended by the wraparound schedule. Now you want to start to convoluting the birthdays here. You well, know? it's just a point. It's a point, right? Like it's <laughs> your birthday. You're actually is one more. You've had one more birthday than how old you are, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I can't believe I've done your ten year old is gonna say, I can't believe I've done ten of these. And you're gonna say well, it's actually eleven, son. <laughs> your literal birthday. Birth space day. Well, it's it's absurd that the first one is called your first birthday. You can yeah. turn one, but it's your second birthday. Yeah, that's true. It is. That is true. So from there on out, you're really one you're one behind when you say it's your tenth birthday. That's fair. It's not it's not an insane point. All right, everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back to Friday to talk probably a little bit more golf, dig into the RSM classic field, maybe. More Netflix Cup. It's not over yet, probably. Yeah, so true. we we got the sphere still has Oh, it's still going. Yeah. Oh, it's eight thirty. This has been on for two and a half hours. People can't be watching this. Oh, they're gonna have all times ratings. Just, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Tea times are gonna be booked. 
all across the world because of this. All right, everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. Talk to you soon.